Hello, you guys, and welcome back to my podcast, You'll Thank Me Later. I'm going to be your host, Kayla, and this is the first official episode of the podcast. Oh my gosh, how exciting. Wow, I didn't even think we'd make it past the teaser and look at us plot twist of our lives. So I have no idea what I wanted to do for the first episode. I feel like trying to do your first episode for anything, whether it's doing like the first song you want to upload if you're into singing or if you're into photography, knowing what's the first photo you want to post, or if you're like doing YouTube, knowing what first video you want to do. Like your first post can literally make or break an entire situation. And I was sitting here like I don't know what the fuck I want to post so why not do what everyone loves talking about what everybody enjoys hearing horrible stories about dating duh like hello get with the program so that's what we're going to be doing for the first episode I am going to talk to you guys about my dating woes because trust and believe there are a lot of them so stay tuned buckle in for the ride and uh I apologize in advance. (laughs) Okay, so I am single. I've been single for such a long time. It's not even funny. Like, I think my default and everything is single. At this point in time, I've been single for so long that my family, like, doesn't even ask me when I'm planning on getting a relationship because they just know it's not happening. The last guy that I seriously dated was back in high school And we broke up like my senior year of high school, the first day to be exact of high school senior year. And he's now my best friend. So like if put it into perspective, I graduated high school at 17. I'm now about to be 23. It's been like five years. What the fuck? No, six years. It's been six years. Wow. That's actually kind of sad. But it's been a long time since I have been in a relationship. Not to say I haven't dated. I've definitely gone out on a couple dates here and there, you know, as most people do. I like to dress up. I like to look cute. I like to go out on the night on the town, you know. Um, But here's my problem. This is the reasons why guys usually don't go for me. One, I'm fat. And I don't mean that in a way where it's like, oh my God, that's so sad, like oh, do you not have confidence? Like, no, I'm hot. I know I'm hot, but I'm fat. And that doesn't put me at the top of a lot of guys' list. And even then, it doesn't put me at the top of the guys' list that I want to be at the top at. Like, I feel like there's so many guys out here that just have fetishes for fat chicks and it's way too much for me to like possibly deal with. So I just accepted the fact that I'm not going to be at the top of anyone's list when it comes to dating. Two, I am very, very, mm, como se dice, dominant. (laughs) Not meaning like I want to dominate you in the bedroom because we'll get into that. But I have a very like dominant personality. I am very in your face. I am very type A, like head bitch in charge, alpha female That is me. I like what I like. I know what I know. And I will take control of the situation. And a lot of times it turns guys off. And I didn't even know that this is how I am until my best friend, Sam, who I'm definitely going to get on the podcast at some point, she started talking to me about this. And I was like, wow, I didn't realize that I have this problem. Like I'm that type of person that uh, 
walks into any situation and I'm like, okay, you're doing this, you're doing that, you're doing that, you're doing this, or be like, no, that's not what I want. This is what I want. This is what I need. Not to say I won't compromise, but I'm very much so the person that's like, I want what I want and you are going to either work on what I need or me and you are going to have to have a conversation about it. And that that sounds so bad, but that's just who I am. Like, I don't know how best to describe it. I just, I know what I want and I know my worth and I know what I want and how I want it. And I don't settle for it. So there's a lot of guys who will see that and be like, oh my God, this girl's like, she's crazy. Like she literally has a bigger dick than me. Like how are we supposed to function with this? And it just doesn't work out. So that's like number two. And number three, I don't talk to cute guys like just I okay I'm one of those people where it's like I will go and have an entire conversation with a guy who my friends may think is like the hottest of hot like literally 1990 like Johnny Depp freaking Tom Holland who else is a really cute kid that people like that Timothy, like, Chalet or Chalet or whatever his name is, that guy, like, my friends will see me talking to a guy like that and be like, holy fudge sickle, how are you not creaming your panties? Meanwhile, I'm seeing up here, like, mm, he's okay, don't have any problem. But the second that I find a guy attractive, I don't know how to act. Like, I become that super awkward girl who's like really loud and kind of obnoxious and you can clearly tell that she likes this guy she's talking to and it just is a recipe for disaster like recently there was this guy who I'm friends with now and if he ever hears this podcast hey how you doing (laughs) you know who you are but I'm friends with this guy and the first time we met I was like oh my god you're so cute like you are such a cute kid like I I can't deal with it and I slowly started to develop a crush on him not full-blown like not full-blown like liking him but I definitely had a crush on him and I was just like oh okay like it's fine it's whatever we're not gonna stress about it but I looking back now can just do nothing but cringe at how ugly I was around this dude like I was constantly just like trying to act like I wasn't interested, but I was interested and like I would blush. I like would put in an effort into everything I was wearing, was constantly like just being so out of character, which again, remember reason number two why guys don't like me. I have a very dominating personality. So for me to like do a switch like that, my friends were literally just sitting there like, bitch, you couldn't be more obvious. And even like me looking back now, I'm like, bitch, you literally couldn't be more obvious. Granted, we're over it. But all in all, I am just a recipe for disaster. I have all the odds counting against me when it comes to the dating pool. And I have accepted this. I'm at the point now where I just totally accept the fact that your girl is going to be single for a while. And that is perfectly okay. I am cooling. I am rolling with the punches, you know, go on a few dates here and there. But for the most part, I am Miss Independent and I am okay with that. However, like any other girl in this day and age, I look for some validation. I am constantly feeling myself being like, oh, no one will ever love me. So what does any female between the ages of like, honestly, 16 and 40, I don't know, do when they need that. They go on dating apps. 
like Tinder and Bumble and Hinge. And they start swiping and try to give that instant gratification. And that's what I did last night. So long, long story short, this all goes back actually to like three days ago. So it's Tuesday when I'm recording this. This all started on, I want to say, Sunday night. Yeah, Sunday night. So my best friend, Sam, who I literally, I think she's my soulmate. Like, if I was gay, I would marry this woman. Like, that's just how close our friendship is. She gets me on every level. I love her to death. And she will be on this podcast at some point because I swear the conversations we have together are insane. But me and Sam, or Sam and I, are FaceTiming each other. And out of nowhere, she goes, oh my god, I'm on Tinder right now. And uh, I feel like such a bad bitch. And I'm just sitting back like, girl, what? Like, why? first off, why are you on Tinder? Like, who goes on Tinder anymore? Let me just... Like, I, I cannot tell you the last time I've honestly been on Tinder up until this point. Because... I get so annoyed going on there and seeing these deadbeat guys like going nowhere being like, hey mama, I'm looking for a girl who who wants to be friends with benefits, nothing too serious or uh, you know, a girl who who's down with me being 420 friendly, hit me up. Like, no, like I just, I don't go on there. I don't see the point. I'm not looking for a hookup. I'm not looking for something stupid like that. Like, I want to go on a nice date. And the guys that at least I see on my Tinder don't even look like guys that I would be interested in. Like, I just, I never understood that. So for her to come back and be like, yeah, I'm on Tinder. And she kind of feels the same way I feel about Tinder. I literally had to go like, bitch, what is wrong with you? (laughs) Like, are you okay? Like, are you fine? So... We go on Tinder, everything's fine and dandy, you know, the world goes on, life goes on, and she's talking to me about it, and she's like, yeah, I'm on Tinder, and I raised my age limit up to, like, guys in their 30s all the way up to 50, and I have all these guys who are, like, older just swiping on me and swiping on me and swiping on me and, like, messaging me and trying to hit me up, and literally, this is the confidence booster, like, I need it. And I'm listening to this and I'm like, first off, my immediate thought is you could probably find a sugar daddy in this. And (laughs) I know that's completely fucked up. Like, I totally get that. I really shouldn't be thinking that way. But honestly, think about that. Like, these guys, these 40, 50 year old guys that are on Tinder trying to swipe with girls who are 25 and under, best believe they are, they know that they're sugar daddy material and that's why they're on there. And all I'm saying is if you are someone who's over the age of like 40 and you want to pay my college tuition, sir, I'm not going to stop you. Like we're cooling. We can do that. We can make something happen between the two of us. Just tell me when and where. But anyway, that, <laughs> so that's my first thought. I'm like sugar daddies. Second thought, I'm like, that's kind of smart. Because again, remember, I'm fat. Sam is also a plus size girl. And she 
runs into the same problems I do where the guys that try to talk to her are so grimy and just grody and nasty. So it's like, I don't even want to bother entertaining you, you know? So she goes and is telling me about this, telling me about the guys that are messaging her, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just sitting back and I'm like, hmm, you know, well, I've only ever done Tinder when I was up in Wisconsin. And like I said in my intro teaser, I have since moved. I now live in Austin. I've been down in Austin for about five-ish months. Let me say October, November, December, January, February. Yeah, about five months. And I haven't gone on Tinder here. I've done Hinge. Um, I don't really do Bumble because I hate having to make the first moves. I, I think that just stresses me out way too much. But uh, I was like, okay, you know what? We're going to download Tinder. Let's raise the age limit and see what happens. Now, I tend to be attracted to guys who are older than me. Yes, I have daddy problems. Yes, it's fine. It's okay. My family has accepted this. Not to say I'm going to pull a Trisha Paytas and like date a 60-year-old. But if a guy who's like 30 want to come and hit me up, I'm not opposed, you know, like I'm okay with that. I just, I'm more attracted to guys who are older than me. I've always been this way. And I'm like, okay, let's see what happens. Let's give it a shot. Let's give it a whirl. So I raised my age and I think my age before this was like 23 up until like 30. And guys during that like set amount of time, again, they're not... I don't want to sound like a bitch because it's like I might not be someone's first choice so I shouldn't act so uppity but I, I, I gotta be honest here the guys that I swipe on are never gonna swipe on me like I've totally accepted that and then the guys that I don't swipe on are the ones who are trying to swipe on me and like I told you my tinder dating pool looked as if I like ran over the Dalai Lama in another life and being punished for it like they all look like ex-convicts or someone who literally hasn't left their mother's basement in years or just like foreign exchange students that I'm surprised we even know how tender works and I don't mean to be like rude when I say that but that's literally what my tender like profile is and I will tell my friends this and they won't believe me and I'll literally be like here swipe through you can see exactly what I'm talking about and they'll look and be like, ooh, girl, I think you need to make a new profile. <laughs> like, it's that bad. So during like 23 up until 28, it's not that good of an option. So I raised it up and I started, I think it starts at like 26 all the way up until 45. I want to say it's my cap. And uh, again, do I plan on going on a date with a 45-year-old? Not unless he's trying to buy me a new Ferrari. So I'm like thinking nothing of it. I raise it up and instantly I'm getting notifications from Tinder. Like you, someone likes 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 you. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like I'm thinking that like somebody died, which is the reason why my phone is blowing up like this. And no, it's just Tinder notifications. So I start swiping on it and I'm like, hmm, how interesting okay and I'm looking and I'm like all right um swipe right you're no no you look like you only suck on people's toes that's a no you look like you still live in your mom's basement at 42 that's a no hey 
And then I stumble upon this man. This man, I don't remember his name. I think his name was like Derek or something. He was 41 years old. And in his bio, he goes, looking for someone to have a sugar friendship with. We can mutually benefit each other. Don't worry. Looks don't matter to me. I'm just looking for companionship. Swipe if you're interested. Serious people only. Now, y'all need to understand me when I say, I ain't never swiped left so fast. I swiped left like his profile was about to expire. Like your girl was like, okay, I am down for the count. Let's go. Let's do this. Knowing damn well this man isn't going to match with me because I look like a toe. And when he's talking about like serious and curious sugar friends, like only the cool ones, he's talking about like a hot like Instagram model, not me, the freaking troll from under the bridge. Okay. Oh, I'm going to edit that out. So, to my surprise, we match. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> Ooh, wait, I start getting geeked. I'm like, yo, I'm texting Sam. I'm like ready to send her this message. And then I'm like, ooh, I should have sent this to her. She's going to tell me not to. So I have my other friend and I feel like everybody, female, like female, male, whoever, has a friend that they can go and send all of their bad ideas to and that friend is going to hype you up. They're going to be like, yes, yes, yes. So I text my friend Lexi, who is literally the prime example of someone who hypes me up and all my bad ideas. The two of us together is so bad because we just, we get into trouble. So I text her and I'm like, girl, finding all the sugar daddies on tinder right now and she goes keep me updated i'm like all right b i got you so i go and i'm so excited i'm like going through all the guys i matched with i'm like i'm gonna go back to the sugar daddy at some point like i'll come back to him i need to keep seeing what else is in the in the pool you know swiping swiping right swiping left swiping right more often than I'm swiping left and then I'm like okay it's time to go back and talk to him I go back to find this man and my like matches because on tinder you like can go through and see who all you matched with and start a conversation he's not there and I'm like excuse me where did you go this man literally saw that we matched and unmatched with me <laughs> Like, ouch, yikes. And I'm just sitting back like, damn, dude. All I wanted was a Cartier bracelet, okay? That was all I wanted. Like, why you gotta do me like that? Why you gotta be like that? I felt so sad. And then I started getting all of those notifications on Tinder again saying, so body likes you, somebody likes you. And I felt better all over again. All in all... Tinder is just not my spot. It's not a place that I enjoy. It's not something that I like going on to. I really try not to do it unless I'm feeling very low in self-confidence. And I'm like, fuck it, let's do it. Another guy that I matched with on Tinder, he's one of the first ones that I actually had a conversation with. 
And he was a guy, like, you ever swipe on someone and you swipe on them by accident? Like, you're trying to swipe down to see through all their photos and you accidentally swipe down too far and it goes into a like and you're like, fuck, and you can't take it back. That's what happened with this guy. So I accidentally swiped left on him and we matched and I'm like, okay, whatever. And then I read through his bio and his bio mentioned King of the Hill. And King of the Hill is like my sisters, my older sister, my younger sister. Fun fact, I have two sisters. That is their favorite show. Like I kid you not, we would grow up watching King of the Hill every night at like eight o'clock when the Cartoon Network switched over to Adult Swim. Like that was our show. And I like message him and I'm like, okay, make it or break it moment. What is the best episode of King of the Hill? So he responds and I have my like push notifications for like messages off on Tinder. So I don't have to like get them just because sometimes I, one, I don't want for someone to see my phone and be like, wow, you're getting a lot of messages on Tinder, which I know like not that many people would do, but me being the over anxious, over analyzing and ass bitch that I am just would prefer to avoid that at all cost. So I like have them off. I go on about my business. I'm finally like, hmm, let me go back and see if he ever responded. This guy had responded to my message immediately. It's been like 45 minutes and I feel bad. And he responds back and he's like, oh, like blah, blah, blah's episode and sends me a gift. And I'm like, okay, funny. And then right after that, he's like, anxiously awaiting your response and I'm like ooh, my bad bro I have my notifications off but good job like I approve and he was like okay what's your episode and I was like oh my episode is like blah 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 and then I send like a gift back that kind of describes the episode and he's like haha that's funny so does that mean I can get a preview of those and I kid you not big old biddies And I, I just had to look at this and literally I felt every like Adam and my body just go, see, this is why the fuck I told you to get off a tender in the first place because shit like this, like I can't, I literally can't do it. I read that message and usually at this point I immediately would just like unmatch. I won't even respond, but I was like, you know, like Kayla, it's 2020. We're going to try some new things. We're going to be adventurous. Who knows? Maybe he's just making a very, very, very immature and poorly placed joke. So I respond back like the dumbass that I am. And I go, oh, ha ha. Like, nope, you got to work harder than that. <laughs> Thinking he'll leave it alone. And uh, he's like, okay, figured I'd try. Um, but to, like continuing on the conversation. I'm like, oh, okay, like, you know, cool. All right, let's keep on talking. Like, this is fine. This is cool. And the conversation goes on for like a couple of messages back and forth later, probably like five or six back and forth later. And he's like, okay, well, I'm about to go to bed because it's like around 10 o'clock at this time. Um, He's like, yeah, I'm about to go to bed, but... Just uh, last call for a preview of those big old biddies, LOL. And I literally am just like, motherfucker, I gave you the benefit of the doubt. I tried so hard to just, to just think that you would be a better person and you're not. So my response was like, ha, good night. 
and I immediately unmatched. And I just couldn't help but be like, Kayla, this is why you need to accept the fact that you are single for a reason and nothing is going to change that. And Tinder sure as hell is not the place to go to find someone to talk to or casually date with. That's what Hinge is for. Did I delete Tinder? No. Did I keep swiping? Yes. Did I stumble upon a very attractive cop that I messaged? Hell fucking yeah. And hopefully we'll be going on a date soon. Mm -hmm. I'll keep you guys posted on that. All in all, I just feel like at this point in time, dating is such a... It's such a weird thing. Like, I personally, I don't know. I am such a... I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it. I am one of those, like, annoying girls that's like, dating nowadays suck. And I miss the olden days where you could find your future husband at the soda pop store or something like that. Like, I, as cheesy as that is, I just feel like for girls like me, for my big girls out there, for my girls that got a little more junk in the trunk, things were a lot easier when you didn't have a choice but to interact with people in person. And I was thriving. My people were thriving during that amount of time. But now, with so many choices, just trying to find dates is so hard. And it's like everyone just wants to hook up. And I am not one of those girls that are into just casual sex. Shockingly enough, I'm not. I'd rather like just chill by myself than have to do that. And... My best friends, they are the complete opposite of me, but I just, I'm one of those people where it's like, I am at the point in my life at 23, because don't forget ladies, we're rounding up at 23. I am at the point where I want to go into a relationship and not have to deal with the awkward stages, the casually talking for like a week, maybe teeter around dating like, figure out you're not actually going to do it, and then it ends. Like, I have never been that type of person. I think it's so exhausting the way that dating is set up now. And I tell my friends this all the time because I'm like, dude, I don't get it. Like, I am not someone who enjoys the way that dating is set up. It's not set up for me. Like, I don't have the time in my day. My Google Calendar is booked. Like, I am busy. And trying to dance around with some guy over will we, won't we, like, I don't know. I, I don't have time for that. If we're going to date, we're going to date. And I feel like especially with the way that people go about finding their boyfriends or girlfriends or whatever nowadays through, like, dating apps, it's just, it makes things so difficult. And you run into situations where it's either the other person is rushing or they are just dragging their feet and I need someone to be at the same pace as me. Like I'm at the point in my life where I'm looking for serious relationships only. Not saying we need to get married in the year, but like I need to know by the time it hits six months, if me and you were in a good enough spot where we can travel somewhere. I'm looking for a travel buddy. I'm looking for someone to come home and meet the parents for my friends to approve of. Like I'm looking for a serious relationship. I'm not looking for some casual hookup. I'm not looking for just like uh, 
semi-formal friends with benefits. Like, that's just not what I want at my age. I feel like for just the things that I do in my life, the stuff that I have going on in my life, that type of casual dating that my other friends, people I know do now, that's just not for me. And I feel as if it's almost at the point where like it's so hard to find guys that are into that too. And I was talking to my older sister about this because she also lives down in Texas. And I was just telling her, I'm like, I'm at the point now where I am not necessarily looking like dating to marry, but I'm dating to like get in a relationship. Like I'm dating for something serious. And she was like, there's this one guy, he, I don't remember his name. I know he does like podcasts too. And he's like, I think a public speaker or something. I don't know. But he told his future wife because he felt the same way I felt where it was like dating nowadays is exhausting. It's an effort. There's so much that goes into it. And it's not as gratifying because you put in all this time and effort and money and just emotional and mental support for someone who either isn't interested in the same things you are or they're out of there come month two. And so he started going around and when he would start talking to girls, he would straight up tell them like, I'm looking like I'm dating to marry at this point. I'm not dating to date. I'm not dating to be casual. I'm dating to marry. And if you are into that, if that's what you want, fine, we can keep talking and hopefully that's where it heads or see what happens. But if you're not, if that's not what you're looking for, then this is not going to work out. And he wound up finding his wife through that and they got married like a year later. And that's kind of like what I'm on right now. I'm looking for that type of relationship where it's like, I want us to both be on the same page and both be actively trying to work towards something because the thought of just like putting all that time and effort into someone and uh, just thinking that things are getting serious and by month three, they're like, yeah, nah, bro, we weren't even... Like, we weren't even supposed to be in a relationship. I just, no, I don't have time for that. I I don't think that's cool. I don't think that's fun. And uh, there was this one guy who, while on Tinder, he wrote in his bio, and I was kind of surprised he wrote this, but, like, I seriously applauded him because he said, like, hey, ladies, I'm not looking for, like, friends with benefits. I'm not looking for something casual. I am looking for someone to seriously date if you are into that. Like, let's talk, let's go out, let's see what happens. And if you're not, then I wish you nothing but the best on this app. And I'm like, literally, dude, snaps. Like, that is what I'm talking about. That is what I'm looking for. That is the type of just, that's just what I, that's like, that's my dude. Like, bro, you weren't that cute. But like, I support the cause, you know? And I feel that there needs to be more openness when it comes to that, like I wish that more people were open about what their intentions are when they start talking to somebody because there is someone out there for you. Like there is someone who is interested in that. There is someone who wants the same thing you want, but it sucks when you guys are on two different wavelengths and that person knows. Like there are some people that say they're looking for something serious and then they start to get into it and it winds up not being what they're looking for. And that's like a totally different situation. But for the people that know that I'm not looking for anything serious, I'm not looking for a serious relationship, that's not my interest, but they're talking to like me, for example, and I'm like, I'm looking for something serious, like that is what I'm into. 
and you don't tell me at the beginning, it's such a waste of my time and your time where I could have either been spending this time by myself or actively talking to someone else who was interested in what I'm interested in. And you could have been like fucking other bitches. I don't know. Like you have your options there. So I just don't, uh, I just don't understand the whole like dating culture nowadays and why people aren't being more open and honest about it. Um, I also think I need to remember the fact yet again, I'm probably not going to find my future boyfriend on Tinder. I mean, if I do, cool, but more than likely I won't, which I also don't really want to. I am not in the marketplace to be like, how did you guys meet? Oh, well, he swiped on me on Tinder and then I messaged him and like, that's just, no, I want a cute love story that is going to be said at our wedding and when people ask how we met like I want you to be like I hit her with my car and I went to see if she needed medical attention looked in her eyes and was like oh my god you're the one like that's the type of stuff I'm on don't actually hit me with your car but like I just want a love story like that like I want a cute story or being like oh I was friends with her friend and we like uh, met up at a mutual friend's party and just talked the whole night away. Like stuff like that is so cute. And I just, maybe it's the cancer in me. Maybe it's the hopeless romantic in me. But that's the love I want. That's the life I need. Where are my people like that at? Like, come on, guys. Help your girl out. I'm here. I'm looking. I'm waiting. <sighs> Okay, guys, so I think we are getting to the end of this podcast. I know that this is kind of a lot for a first episode. I feel like you really got to know me, at least dating wise. And if you guys have any single cousins or brothers or uncles, um, <laughs> definitely slide them my way. I am here and willing and waiting um, if you guys have not already, definitely go ahead and check me out on social media. You can find me on Instagram and on Twitter and on YouTube with at Kayla Baker. That is at K-A-L-A-B as in boys, A-K-E-R. Um, you can also find me on Snapchat if you want to see more day-to-day -day stuff of my life. That's uh, K-K-Hey, K-A-Y, K-A-Y-H-E-Y. Let me just say my Snapchat be all over the place, just like this podcast. Um, also, make sure to subscribe to this channel if you haven't already. Definitely subscribe to the podcast so that you can be notified when more comes out. And make sure to rate it and review it. You guys, this helps me immensely. Just tell me how you guys thought of it, what you want to hear for next time. And yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of You'll Thank Me Later, and I will see you guys in the next one. Have a great rest of your week, and bye.